Welcome to the Wonder Woman Club podcast. We bring you conversations that will inspire, empower, and educate you to thrive both in business and in life. My name is Vash Naidu, and I'm your host, an intuitive fempreneur coach and the founder of the Wonder Woman Club, a global community of phenomenal women doing phenomenal things in the world. Let's get started. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Wonder Woman Club podcast. I am so excited to introduce our guest today, Crystal Edwards. And Crystal is a phenomenal woman. She is an inventor, a life coach, a wife, and a mother. And um, she empowers women to be this, especially mothers, to be the CEO of their own life. And I love, I absolutely love that you do this because it's so easy when it comes to motherhood for women to forget how important they are. Welcome, Crystal. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you for having me. It's amazing to have you here. So tell me a little bit more, Crystal, about firstly, how you work with women. Um, and what that journey has been like for you and where did it start? Okay, so I am the owner and operator of I Care Daycare for over 25 years now, where I have supported, served, and sold seeds into many, many families, where I have timeless and timeless times have given myself to help empower the mothers to be able to create tools and build strategies for their lives beyond the daycare. So um, we sat on my couch endless times after daycare was over with me just talking and empowering parents how to create tools for their children. And that's how I came up with Coach Chris on the couch. So that's where that came from, is always sitting on my couch after hours, just helping my parents to be better parents and to be able to have a healthy environment for their children. Also, I would go over to their homes on my days off because this wasn't just about money, it's about empowering women and the embetterment for their children. I stand by that 100%. My heart is just in it. That's my purpose in life is to serve families. And so I would go to their homes and help them create menus, get um, a lot of their household items together as far as cleaning, get a routine, and just implement the tools that I had uh, provided for them for their children in their homes. Because as women, we lose our identities. We wear so many different hats. That's where I ended up becoming a life coach. Is I always life coach the families that I've had. So I just went on and made it official and became a life coach because I love empowering women and just making sure that you stand in your power and become the CEO of your own life, let alone your home. Because as soon as we become moms, we instantly become an architect because we have to create our families and build and build on what we have created. So I'm all about woman empowerment. That's amazing. And you know, with, with the women you've worked with um, you know, over the years, what has been the most prominent challenge that they faced and how have you helped them? I know that we'll have a lot of women out there listening and they would love to know that kind of advice for themselves right now. And it could be new moms, moms with older yes. kids. You know, what has been your like really good life lessons that you've taught them? To um, conquer mom guilt, because a lot of moms have guilt from 
leaving the home and working eight, nine hours by the time they come to daycare to pick up their children is nine hours has passed with travel time. And to be able to go home and still enforce boundaries and structure and routine is um, very hard for mothers to do. And they end up losing their identity in doing that, you know, because it's so overwhelming. And also um, empowering women to know that you can wear all those different hats and you can still enjoy yourself, enjoy your family and become empowered and strong and standing strong in who you are and what you're trying to create that's amazing and mom guilt is like the number one you know it's absolutely. absolutely the number one and it becomes so crippling because um so many moms just feel like they're failing all the time as well by not being present by not doing certain things and unfortunately it's the balance of life doing other things going to work all of those different things and what I'd love to know from you is you know with conquering mom guilt what are the strategies someone can adopt um, to actually conquer it and move forward with knowing that they can consist consistently work on that? Just to be able to have tools and the tools that I um, bring out for the women is just to have balance. Balance is an essential tool because if you're unbalanced, then your whole household is unbalanced. To be able to have balance, to be able to have um, routine, because when you create routine for your family, for your, even yourself, routine becomes a habit. And if it's a healthy routine, then it becomes a healthy habit. Yeah, I think a routine is so, so important, especially with kids. Um, and Absolutely. what would you say... What would you sorry what would you say within that routine should moms add in for themselves because they obviously need to take care of themselves yes. as well self-care i call that self-care and creating boundaries because even yeah. though we're a mom we still have to have our boundaries with our children with our spouses even in relationships with friendships with your girlfriends you still have to create that boundary and be able to have self-care self-care is so essential for a woman, because if mom isn't okay, the whole household isn't okay. Absolutely. So what are the types of boundaries or the ways to set boundaries that you've helped women um, come to terms with and establish? To be able to um, articulate their care instructions, because we all come with care instructions just like the five love languages, to be able to have care instructions to say, you know, at this time is for the children, this time is for spouse, this time is for the house, and this time is for mom. Mom needs to have time, whether it's reading a book, whether it's going out with her girlfriends and having a meal. How many times as moms, we don't really get to sit down and enjoy our meals or take a bath without kids knocking on the door and just creating those boundaries that mommy is about to go to the bathroom and take a bath. And you can sit here and when I come out, then you can tell me everything you wanted to tell me. Just creating those boundaries to be able to have self-care for yourself. That's so, so important. And I love that, you know, self-care instructions, because yes. we don't think of it that way. You know, we get, we buy all these products and they come with instructions. Absolutely. And we should come with instructions too. Absolutely love that. And when it comes to family and, um, you know, friends, that's quite a challenging one because a lot of the times people find it really hard to communicate boundaries um, externally because sometimes with your partner, you know, you're in a partnership, you're working as a team and you yes. can communicate things. Um, 
whereby with when family are involved or friends that are involved that are almost like family what's your advice on on setting and creating those boundaries but not only just in setting and creating them but also sticking to them because it's so easy to slip back into the old habit yes absolutely so that comes back to when you're creating the tools and the routines for your home for me I um, always made sure that through the week, I had everything taken care of for the kids. And I even cleaned three times a week so that on Fridays, when I'm done, I'm done grocery store. And I'm able to create that time for my family and also for myself. So maybe the first week is strictly family where the husband, the kids were having quality time. Then another t- another week is strictly my husband and I creating boundaries that the kids are able to go to a babysitter or go to a family's home so that my husband and I can spend time together because ultimately it started off with us and you don't wanna lose what you started in the beginning to create that family. And then just making it, um, being transparent enough to be able to tell your mate that I need some me time. For me, I love laughter. I love peace. I love being in a circle of women to empower each other because we all understand each other, especially when you're on this mom journey. You all understand one another. So to be able to tell my husband, okay, everything is taken care of, but this week is just me and my girls. We're gonna rather go to a movie or go to each other's homes and be able to just sit there and kick back so that I am reset and rejuvenated for my family and also giving my husband that time and being able to ask your mate, what looks good for you through the week that you can help me out with the kids? Rather give them a bath, read them a book, just creating those boundaries for everyone. That's so amazing. You know, it's it's so sometimes it's so hard to con- conceptualize it because we think, oh, I need to see this person at this time or this time. Yes. And then when you can say there's a week that's allocated to everything, it makes it less stressful, and you can then plan. Mm-hmm. And when things when things are not all over the place, it's a bit easier for us to manage that as well. And you know, kids throw throw the routines and the calendars out of the water, right? A lot of the times. But yes. if you can maintain some level of consistency, that's what will change it. Um, so it's amazing that you know you've been doing this for so long, and I and I love that you're sharing all of this. And and I want to pivot the conversation into something that I I love that you've done. You've created, you've invented something for little boys, and I yes. think it's so amazing because it's it's it changes the dynamic of how young boys become young men and how they become adult men and how they can communicate and how they can actually create camaraderie and a sense of brotherhood. I think which is super super important. So tell us more about this amazing product. I'm going to let you reel with this. So go for it. Okay. So I created a boys barbershop playset, and it actually, the vision came from daycare, from watching two little boys, they got their haircuts for the first time. So they ended up getting those little um, cars that you, hot wheel cars. And so they started rolling it over each other's heads and they had a receiving blanket and they tied it around their neck. And they would sit on this itty bitty little chair that I had in daycare. And they would just use their imaginations and make the sound of a buzzing um, clippers. And I sat there, I was like, oh my goodness. 
they're really using their imagination. So that's where the vision came. And I created a barbershop playset for boys because not only does it help you communicate, it helps you to be able to expand your imaginated um, personality because we all know we're in a tech world now and no one goes back and forth with playing with imagination anymore. So I created that toy so that you can get out of electronics sometimes and be able to let your mind just explore as a child and create all these different scenarios. And it actually helps with social development. So you can talk back and forth with your um, friend, with your peers, and to be able to um, create sounds and creativity. So that's where Barbershop Studio was inspired to be able to help kids. It would even help kids that have um, disabilities to be able to play and um, use their emotions and develop all kinds of scenarios in creating these imaginary um, visions to play with. So I'm just excited about it. I can't wait till it gets on the market. Of course, it's a long process. And with 2020, with the um, pandemic, it kind of pushed everything behind. So I'm excited. I'm excited for you because I think it's such a great, you know, you touched on so many important things for the development of young kids. And that sense of imagination is so easily lost, like you said, in technology. Absolutely. And um, kids don't play out as much. They don't do things in social groups as much. Um, and, you know, and, and you hear and see that with kids now when they don't know how to interact with others because they're so caught up in a world that is so technology focused that they, they live almost in a little like shell. Um, yes. And you have and they have social anxiety, um, which, you know, is 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 normal now because of the way they've they've been um, grown up. Um, so I want, I'd love to know, like from your perspective, when when you've seen the kids interact in this way and you've created this type of product. Obviously, for parents that are listening, what are your tips and um, and tools that you can help them to create ways for them to encourage their kids' imagination? Um, you know, not obviously going and building a, a whole new toy product brand, yes, but what yes. can they do in their home now that will help them encourage that imagination uh, and that activity in their mind for their kids? Get out of the electronics. Because when you're in electronics constantly, you're just down like this. To be able to just go back to the basics in life, how, you know, we used to play hide and go seek when we were younger. We used to climb trees, just having just regular things around the house that they can use their creativity to be able to have a vision to play and be able to articulate how they feel. Because when you're sitting there and you're not into electronics, you can express your feelings better. You will be able to play with other kids and learn how to have socialization with other kids because that can help a kid that is shy to be able to not be in electronics to play with. You can save um, bottles from milk bottles or any kind of little um, plastic bottles and fill them with things to make your imagination with um, noise making and just everything around the house. There's so many things around the house you can save and um, sit down and have an art table and let the kids just use all the things you put on the table to use their imagination. And it's not expensive. 
I think that's that's so important because like sometimes we think it has to be these big amazing things but it can Absolutely. be the simplest of things that you're almost discarding in the garbage and you could just like oh no actually there's a cardboard cereal box like yes. you know the kid can build something out of that and I think that's that's amazing and you know there's obviously times when parents do need the the reprieve or the break in some way when they, the mom might be cooking and the easiest option is to stick something on the tv or to Absolutely. give them an ipad and and i'd like to know what your advice is around that because i think parents also feel guilty about that because they're trying to do the best they can but balancing you know especially if it's a single parent right and they've got to cook the dinner and entertain the kid a young kid especially what would be your advice around you know maintaining that that imagination and encouraging the kids to be more social and playful with their own imagination um, but also utilizing technology to help a single parent allowing them to be your helper allowing them to help you in the kitchen with the things that age appropriate for them to be able to help you with that will give them a sense of pride that will um, allow you and your mom to be able to have one-on-one -on -one time. I have three daughters, so we used to cook in the kitchen and we would take turns each Saturday and would create, would think about what you wanted to eat. And that's what we created from scratch. And that gave you the one-on-one -on -one and gave them that sense of pride that I created this. I love that because it takes me back to a memory. I, um, I used to do that with my dogs because I was the youngest in my family. Like I'm, oh, my, okay. my siblings are older, so I didn't have, um, you know, anyone around my age group, but it was my dogs. And I used to take the cuttings from when my mom was cooking and I used to play cook with my dogs. Um, yes. And I think that's, you know, that's so, that's so important. Like there's things you don't always have to separate the children from what you're doing. Cause I have a friend who does that as well. She has a her kids who are really young and she gets them to cook and bake with her because that's something she has to do. Um, so I love that. And I think, you know, I thank you so much for sharing so much wisdom. Um, and, you know, it's, it's that compassionate wisdom as well in knowing that you're doing well, you're doing a good job and don't beat yourself up and just keep on learning new things. It's, it's keeping it simple and not being hard on yourself because I think parents do get it hard. There's a lot of judgment out Absolutely. there. Don't do this. And, you know, um, Thea, what would your advice be to parents that experience that sense of judgment from others? How should they deal with that? When you stand in your own power, that's their problem. You know what you have created in your home. You, you know, we're all human. We make mistakes and it's okay to make a mistake. But every day we wake up, guess what? There's new grace and give yourself grace. And no one is supposed, supposed to judge one another, but we do. And when you stand in who you are, it doesn't matter long as those little faces are smiling and happy, people can sit back and judge. And those are the ones that you'll go back and you'll testify and you'll be able to bring that person into the circle. That's amazing. Yeah, I think standing in your own power is so important. And also just recognizing that you are doing a good job. Like, Absolutely. you know, just accept it. You know, you're doing a good job and not everyone knows everything. You know, back in the day, there weren't books about parenthood. Everyone learned as they went and now there's a lot of books. So you keep learning. Yes. Um, so I want to thank you so much, Crystal, for your wisdom and for what you're creating. And I can't wait to see the next product you, you create as well because it's really exciting. And, you know, when I have kids, that's one of the things I would probably buy for my son. Thank um, you. Or, my, or my daughter, to be honest. You know, it's, yes. it's either. It's unisex. So, 
Yeah. So, um, so I appreciate you being here. I appreciate what you're doing. And um, thank you for connecting with me as well. We've loved having you on the podcast and we'll be watching you. you to see how this goes. So um, thank you so much for being our guest today. Thank you so much for having me. May I say one more thing? Absolutely. So every Saturday on Clubhouse, I have uh, my, I'm a co-creator of the room called The Golden Scent of a Woman. And that's just a continuation of women just being empowered and standing in their own power. And it's uh, 12 o'clock Eastern Standard Time and 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. So if anyone would like to join us, it's an awesome room where we just identify our identity and learn our scent in life. Because a lot of women, you know, we go through life and we just don't know what our actual scent and power is. So join us on Saturdays. That's amazing. I love that. The, the golden scent of a woman. That sounds so empowering and so rich and elegant. It's beautiful. Um, and we will also post out all the information to connect with Crystal, to find out about the barbershop play set. Everything will be posted in our description. So thank you so much, Crystal. Thank you we'll so you much. Soon. Thank you, Vaz. You're welcome.